Proverbs 16 verse 3 says that commit all your works to God and he will prosper them. Mm -hmm. So I remember praying before studying and asking the Holy Spirit to teach me. Praying after studying, asking him to retain Mm -hmm. it for me. Praying before writing, asking him to help me remember everything I studied. And then praying after writing, thanking him for helping me remember. Wow, that is Mm -hmm. so, so inspirational. Welcome back to Becoming Dr. Andy. I would like to welcome you to a new segment of this channel, which is a podcast. So every Friday, I'll be sitting here with a health sciences student or a health sciences professional where we'll be having informative conversations about the health sciences career. And today you are watching the first episode of the podcast and I am with a first-year medical student here at UCT, all the way from Libopo. Her name is Bukona, and she's going to be telling us about how she really qualified to study medicine at UCT because we all know that 2024, it was so tough to end your spot at UCT Medical School, and she did it. She's also going to share with us how she managed to get the distinctions and the results that she got in metric. So stay tuned and make sure that you watch till the end of the video. Bukwana, welcome to Becoming Dr. Andy. Thank you so much for agreeing to have a conversation with me today. I mean, how does it feel to moving from watching my videos to actually being on this channel? Thank you so much for having me. I feel so honored to be here. It feels like a dream. But mm-hmm. I have to pinch myself to believe that it's not a dream and I'm actually here. <laughs> yes, I feel like you really, really end the sport, especially the one at UCT where you are a first year medical student. Just briefly, how has it been? Well, medical school is a lot, mm-hmm. but I wouldn't say it's hard. It's just that it's hard to adjust to the workload because compared to high school, it's not mm-hmm. the same. It's a lot, but it's not that hard. If you adjust well and cope well, you can make it. Yeah, no, I totally understand. Hey, I remember when I was like, in first year, when I thought medicine is just like an advanced life sciences, but it was all different. So can you tell us whether you've always wanted to be a doctor or medicine is just something you found yourself doing at the end a crazy fact is i've always wanted to be a doctor Mm -hmm. i remember in grade r where we had to do a poem about myself and there's a part where you had to say what you want to be when you grow up yeah and for me from grade r i've always said i want to be a doctor really up until now yes that is so so amazing because i know like you know when you're in preschool This day you want to be a doctor, the next day you want to be a police, the other day you want to be a soldier. It's literally so hard to actually be consistent throughout your primary school and your secondary school and actually finally being a medical student. Wow, I I am so impressed. Well done, really. So um, I just want to know if, is there anything along the way 
that actually you know grew that passion because i mean i can imagine from grade hour you don't really know much about being a doctor yeah. so i want to know like as you go through your primary school your high school is there anything that actually grew that passion or something that really inspired you to be like yes actually i really do want to be a doctor yeah like you i share the sentiments with you because i remember on your youtube video you mentioned mm -hmm. that you started learning about the different systems of the body in grade nine. Yeah, a real subscriber, guys. <laughs> a real subscriber. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah, I also share the same sentiments. I remember getting to grade nine, learning about the different organ systems, mm -hmm. and I was just so interested. You know? I was like, this is so interesting. Yeah. I really want to do <laughs> this. Yeah. Okay. Actually, their question that please guys stop asking me this question what I want to specialize in because you know I came here in medical school knowing that definitely I want to be a cardiologist but if you ask me now I'm just like I'm just gonna try to get through this degree yeah. but I really have to ask you um, this question is there any specialty that you are actually attracted to or you just want to be a general practitioner you know in grade nine the musculoskeletal system Mm -hmm. yeah it caught yeah. my attention and it, from that point i've been saying i want to be an orthopedic surgeon mm -hmm. i still do want to be an orthopedic surgeon yeah. but that might change like you exactly <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. i think also for us like in medical school here at uct there's no block for cardiology but yeah. orthopedic surgeon you'll find it in fifth year so now you will have to go through all these four years to mm -hmm. actually go to that specialty and yeah. see how it is and then get to decide whether you like it or not but i mean that you can change you know you're yeah. not really like forced <laughs> to stick yeah. with what you like yeah. um there are a lot of specialties that you're still going to be exposed to and Hopefully, eventually, you'll find the, ex you know, the perfect one yeah. for you. So, um, I just want to know, like, in a nutshell, have you always been, like, a best performer your whole, like, academic life, like, from primary school to high school? Well, there were ups and downs, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah, I remember in grade one, I did receive, like, an award for maths mm. but then from there then on i never received anything yeah. so i guess i was playing i don't know yeah. and then in grade seven i bounced back i got some awards as well mm -hmm. and then grade eight grade nine nothing <laughs> <laughs> yeah it the ups and downs okay, I but i remember in high school like grade 10 11 and 12 that's when i became so serious about okay. my academic and then i just maintained my mm -hmm. yeah so so basically you'd say that you are like a hard worker because you know we have like people who are just smart you know yeah. and then we have people who literally put in the work yeah. to get there so you, yeah. you can say that you are like a hard worker yeah i do work hard okay that's really great so um uh which subjects did you take in grade 10 oh so in grade 10 i chose the physical sciences and accounting stream mm -hmm. where we have the major subjects mathematics physical sciences accounting and what else am i missing life sciences yeah life sciences <laughs> okay. and then the compulsory subjects were my home language yeah. Shitsonga, mm -hmm. english and life orientation okay so you did seven subjects yes. okay and out of all those subjects which one was your favorite it has to like, be life, life science. is there. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't want to lie. Mine was maths. 
mind was maths because life sciences just had a lot of yeah. theory but somehow my best marks were like life sciences yeah. you know um so tell us more about you in grade 10 11 and 12 in a nutshell like because you started working hard around then yeah. did your marks start improving like from grade 10 and then they were better in grade 11 and then they were brilliant in grade 12 how was it well, grade 10 was coronavirus, so I can't really say much oh, about yes. that. But I would say because I left my former school, I was going into a new school. It was hard adjusting to the new teachers and mm, stuff. Okay. So they were not as great as they should have been, and also coronavirus. But then we passed. Is that in grade 10? Yeah, when grade you 10. New school? Okay. Yeah. And then in grade 11, I was still in the same school, but then somehow coronavirus was still affecting us. Mm-hmm. We would go to a school for a week, and then the next and week then we would you not go, go at all. Yeah. So my marks, my, my marks were good, but not as I would expect yeah. them to be great. Yeah. Okay, no, I see. Mm-hmm. And how about in grade 11, do they like improve anyhow? Yeah, they did improve from what I saw in grade mm-hmm. 10, but they were not... What you wanted. Okay, Mm. like giving us a rough estimate. What was like your grade 11 average, if you can remember? I wanted 90 something averages, but the whole year I got 80s, 80s, 80s averages, and I was just not having it. (laughs) Girls, can you get guys? 80s is not for her, okay? Mm. Wow, that is literally great. And I mean, Grade 11 is so important as grade 12 when it comes, you know, being admitted at universities. And I mean, it looks like you have been working hard since grade 10, of which I think it is a reason why it puts you at the spot you are in today. Because some people think I just have to get brilliant marks in metric and then I am sorted. But they don't really know that grade 11 is is important. So let's get to the big year, which is metric, Mm. right? Which high school did you go to, actually? I went to Ipipiminga High School, which is in Kamalamlele in Limpopo. People who are from that high school, (laughs) please send hats (laughs) and fires on that comment because you are well represented here. (laughs) How was metric in a nutshell? Was it like hard? You know, how, what, what was it like your experience in summary overall? I found metric very hard because we were affected by coronavirus mm. in grade 10 and 11. Mm. And some concepts in grade 12, you, you needed to have a foundation from yes, grade 10 and yes. 11. And some things were removed out of the syllabus. So you'd oh. get to grade 12 and have to learn this thing from scratch. Oh, and yeah. that was very Yo. hard. Yeah. But then you made it, hey? Which means you were literally working 10 Mm -hmm. times harder. Okay, so um, when it comes to grade 12, right? So you're doing your term one and now applications open. So I want to know, like, okay, was medicine your first option? I mean, I would assume it was. And what was your second option and your third option? Um, I remember I would always make medicine my first option, obviously. Mm-hmm. And then it was so hard to choose a second option, but I knew that it had to be something in health sciences. Okay. So I chose physiotherapy to be my second right. option. And it was just so hard to think of a third option, so I didn't have one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I actually experienced the same <laughs> thing. I was mm-hmm. like, either medicine or nothing <laughs> at this point. But anyway, I just want to know how many universities did you apply to and how was the response from them? 
I'm not gonna lie. At first, I'd applied to only three universities because mm-hmm. when I googled best universities for medicine, um, UCT, Stills, and Vets would come out. <laughs> I was like, okay, I'm going Girl, to the top universities. The way I'm laughing <laughs> is because I am not a better person at this. I only applied at three. Yeah. <laughs> I did the same. I was like, top universities in Africa. They were like, UCT is still in I applied to that and mm-hmm. I moved on with my life. <laughs> so, and that is a bad habit. Yeah, that is, is a bad <laughs> habit. Especially now because you guys are getting 100% and stuff. Yeah. Back in my <laughs> days, 100% was, yeah, magic. Okay, so the competition was not as tough. Right, but right now with your 90s, if you do this thing of applying to only three universities, you are literally putting your life in danger. <laughs> Don't do it. A teacher of mine came to warn us and said, Don't do it. <laughs> yeah. And then I ended up applying at every university in South Africa that offers medicine. Oh, so like 10 of them. Yes. And um, so I think I said this on one of my platforms, I think it was TikTok, telling people to apply to as many universities as as they can. And they kind of like complained or talked about um, application fees. So how did you find that? Well, my parents work, so Mm -hmm. I asked them to give me the money and I paid. But then some universities are great because if you're in a public school, they don't make you pay application fees. Oh, really? Yeah. And is there any process that you have to follow for that to happen? Not really. I think the moment you enter your school your details, school. they okay. know that it's a public school. So. And which universities are those, if you can remember? I remember Stellenbosch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And some application fees were free. I didn't pay some. I remember I didn't pay some. The only <laughs> place I paid was UCT and Vids. So the rest I didn't pay. And I remember UKZN wanted me to pay, but did I pay? I didn't pay. So my application just that. Yeah, it didn't go through. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. No, I hear you. So um, I did get positive feedback from all of them, which mm-hmm. was a good thing. And was, yeah, it was yeah. boosting my confidence. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so basically all of them did accept you. Yes. And... Did they give you like provisional acceptance and then accepted you formally in January or what really happened? I remember UCT, Vets and Stellenbosch gave me conditional offers. Mm-hmm. But maybe because I was not very interested in the other universities, I was not mm. keeping record. Oh, yes. Yeah. Okay. Mm. That's really great. And was UCT your first choice? Yeah, it was. It was my first choice. <laughs> what, was it simply because it's the best university in Africa? Or is there anything else? Ah, oh, yeah. I know, hey? Yeah, that's easy. <laughs> it's the Harvard of Africa. <laughs> it makes the two of us. And a lot of people would literally argue, you know, I would see that they say this is the Harvard of Africa. I'm just like, what do you mean? Go use your Google. Exactly. <laughs> use your Google, okay? Let's talk about your NBT. Around when did you write your NBT? I wrote my NBTs around April. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was no, it like- was it April? No, was it? Ju- I think it's July because I remember writing them after my June exam. After your June exam. Yeah, okay, it was perfect. in July. And how did you like prepare for them? I used your YouTube videos. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I used your YouTube videos. I th- there's this app. I forgot the name of the app. 
that was I, it the one that I recommended yeah, on my yeah. YouTube? And oh I, my! I used guys, to watch, watch your my videos. <laughs> watch your watch videos. my videos. And did it really help you? It did. Actually, I flowed through that mat. I was like, "Is this me? Wow!" <laughs> really? And uh, mm-hmm. what marks did you get? I got proficient marks. I got seventy-one. For QL, mm-hmm. for AQL, I got 72, and for maths, I got 75. Oh, that's great. That's mm-hmm. really, really great. You know, like, it's always important to balance your NBT with your metric results because yes. you don't want to be getting 80s in your metric results and then 50s in NBT. It mm-hmm. just won't work. That's why you find most people being rejected simply because their NBT marks are poor. I don't know. Like, you know, right now, it is so much better to pass NBTs because you have the resources. For example, the app that you talked about, there are also textbooks that yeah. I recommended on that yeah, video, yeah. and there are also past papers. During yes. my time, which is like more than five years ago, we didn't have that. It was so scarce to find mm-hmm. resources, and I remember using only my maths textbook, and I think I got 88% for maths. I don't know how that happened. <laughs> But I think, I guess maths was literally my favorite yeah. subject and it was mm-hmm. literally my best subject in, yeah. in high school. So, yeah. So now let's talk about how you actually survived metric. And, I mean, you didn't literally just survive. You aced it, okay? <laughs> yeah. So um, just take us through how was, like, Tim one in a nutshell? What study techniques did you implement? Was it anything different from grade 11? It was different from grade 11 because in grade 12, I remember um, I started extra lessons. Mm. Um, I would get out from school at 5 p.m. Yeah. and walk to my extra lessons, which would last like until like 7 p.m. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So extra lessons really did help. Mm-hmm. And I composed my own notes using the answer series textbooks. Mm-hmm. In grade 11 and 10, I didn't do that. Yeah. I did that in grade because I found that it really helps you retain the information if you write it down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that is really, really an important thing. And I like to refer back to my videos and the advices that I give to you guys. I remember saying that in order for you to increase the chances of getting great marks in high school, you have to walk an extra mile, especially in grade 12. You can't say, okay, I am... A great performer, I've been in the top 10 since grade 8, and then I can just continue doing things the way I used to. In grade 12, you have to take those extra classes, you have to find those tutors, because you are trying to, you know, ace it like she did, so you can't just, you know... You, you need to actually, like, access all the help that is available. So you're saying that you ended school basically around 7 p.m. Yeah. And how was that? Because a lot of people will be concerned about balancing life, like social life and academics. And I always say it is literally not possible, but I want to hear from you whether <laughs> was it possible for you? How did you actually do it? Coming out at school at 7 p.m., mm-hmm. all that's left for me to do is go back home, eat, and, like, maybe finish up my homeworks and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I would be so tired. So, basically, I had no social life. Yeah. There's no it's social so- life. <laughs> that's what I say. Like, 
in metric you literally have to grind and grind mm-hmm. unless you want just average marks then yeah. you can everything balance have everything balanced but if you really want those great results balancing life is really really not an easy thing so um what then did you do to like relax detox get some rest um outside your books well I had very great friends in mm-hmm. metric. They're the kind of people who'd make me forget about the stressful yeah. things. They would make me laugh. Mm-hmm. Like they were very helpful. So have good friends, guys. Have yeah. a good people mm-hmm. surrounding you. Yeah. So um, did you get to spend time with them only during the school hours, or you'd make time outside school hours as well? Um, if there was free time, we try to like maybe go out a little. Mm-hmm. I think the most important thing is actually having like good time management skills mm-hmm. right so knowing the time the good time to actually rest and knowing the good time to actually study because you can't be going out a week before your exams it just doesn't make sense i just want to know how were your results from term one like throughout all the terms like do you remember your average in term one i think it was like an 84 85 mm-hmm and then in term two, it increased by like 1%, mm-hmm. 86. Yeah. And then in term three, it was like 87. Oh. And you know, I don't like 80s. Okay, okay, <laughs> yeah. yeah, we hear mm-hmm. you. So in term four, I was like, mm-hmm. it's time to work. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I remember after our trial exams, we had like, we were done with the syllabus. Mm-hmm. All mm-hmm. was left is to revise everything we had done. Yes. So we had the whole month of October to do that. Mm-hmm. So I was grinding mm-hmm. all of October. I used um, the robot light method you mentioned in one of your YouTube videos. Yeah. So for each subject, I would color in like topics that I understand very well, green, and then those that I am sure but not sure, orange, and where I had no clue, yeah. I would go with red. And I then... actually feel so proud. <laughs> I feel so proud that every time you literally refer to my videos, I'm just like, because every time I record, I'm just like, am I even making sense to these people? Does this thing even work? You know, and for you to tell me that actually I use your method to do this, I am literally so, so humbled by that. So um, I just want to know also, like, what was your key thing that you you know, like literally saved you or literally improved your marks that much? Like what exactly was it that if you were to advise someone right now and be like, do this thing? Composing your own notes, guys. Mm -hmm. Like composing your own notes gives you your own understanding. And by composing, I don't mean copying out the textbook. Make sure that whatever you wrote down there is something you understand. Mm -hmm. So in a way, you're... I don't know. You're retaining the information. You un- you understand what you write. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, good note taking yeah. skills. Okay. So did you like use past papers in any how? I did. You did. I did. I used every trial paper there was mm-hmm. to prepare for my finals. I also used every final year paper there was from like 2011 to yeah 2021 to prepare for my finals. You know, one thing about past papers. They train you on how to approach different styles of questions, right? And there is no kind of way that they're going to 
sort of like invent a, a new, new way yeah. to ask equations, mm -hmm. a new way to ask functions, a new way to ask trigonometry. Yeah. So if you're going to do every past paper for at least for the past 10 years, mm -hmm. best believe me, you're going to find the exact question with different numbers. Exactly. So that's the thing that helped me because when I got to that exam, when I opened that paper, I already knew the steps that I had to use to yes. actually calculate because I had the experience. I know that in grade 12, like studying is a lot already. And on the side, you have like a lot of homeworks as well to keep up with. So please tell us how were you able to like balance between studying and actually completing your homeworks? So like I said, I would come back at school at 7 p.m. Mm -hmm. So I would really like come back, eat, breathe, mm -hmm. and then I would do my homeworks. But then my school also offered like we'd have to go to school early in the morning from half past six to half past seven oh, we yeah. have early classes yeah. okay and then from school school hours actually end at 2 p.m yeah but we'd have to stay there until five for studying so sometimes i'd use that time to do oh, my homework because okay. i'd find it hard to study in class okay was it like self-study from two to five yes on average how many hours were you putting in Per day, you can say, when it comes to studying outside, like your extra classes and stuff, like you at home actually sitting down and studying. At max, I'd say five hours. Five hours. Mm -hmm. Ooh, then now it makes me question when were you sleeping? Exactly. Girl, how many hours did you sleep? I don't remember sleeping in metric. <laughs> I slept after my final <laughs> exams, okay? I didn't sleep. Girl, I relate. <laughs> yeah. But the most important thing is actually like finding a routine yes. that kind of works for you. Yeah. So for you, do you find it easy studying during the night or early hours of the morning? And like which, which you know, study times do you think are the best? For me, I wouldn't find my family very disturbing because mm. I had a twin sister and we'd study together. Oh, wow. That's nice. Yeah. Where is she now? Stellenbosch. Stellenbosch. Why is she mm. studying? Industrial engineering. That's nice. Ooh, okay. <laughs> when you're saying like your family is not really a problem, were they like supportive, giving you the yeah, space they were to really study? supportive. I remember if, okay, we had like a sort of like study room mm -hmm. and if my mom would come in and find that I'm sleeping on the table, she'd be like, please wake up wake up and study and uh -huh. she'd be very supportive she would not sleep until we sleep oh wow yeah. so she'd literally be pulling the yeah. cross lighting as yeah. well that is so sweet hey mm -hmm. because i mean having a supportive family is really really yeah. important because if you're in matric you can't be doing the dishes exactly. you can't be cooking you, yes. you need to focus mm -hmm. on your books and i think it is such a blessing to have, you know, supportive mm -hmm. family and family that is understanding because not everyone actually has that luxury yeah. to have a family that says, we'll do the dishes for you, we'll cook for yeah. you, we'll wash your uniform, just study, you know? Yeah. As you've said that your mother has been so supportive and your twin sister was along your side, is there anything else that kept you motivated like every day to actually wake up and study? The fact that... Young Bukona has always wanted to be a doctor. Mm -hmm. I was doing it for her. I, really? Like, that was what pushed me every night. Like, girl, you want to be a doctor. <laughs> yeah, this is your yeah, dream. Wake yes. up and study. Yeah. Wow, that's actually so, so inspiring. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, when someone asks you, where do you get the motivation to study? I'm just like, girl, have dreams, yeah. you know? <laughs> just think about it. Mm -hmm. Think about yourself in five years yeah. and open that book. 
<laughs> and study because there's literally no other way I can mm-hmm. put it. You know, the motivation has to come from within you, even though we have like we need support structures around yeah. us, but they can only do as much. Yeah. You know, you, you, you can't just rely on people, your teachers, your family to be literally pushing you to study all the time. Sometimes it just has to be you to actually yes. wake up and open that book and actually study. Also, I didn't really ask, were you like position one in your high school? Throughout. <laughs> Period. <laughs> Throughout. I really, really <laughs> love that. So which subject would you say was like the best for you in terms of, like your, of your marks? Surprisingly, I would do well in physical sciences. Mm-hmm. I love life sciences, but physical sciences love me. It would like always be the one that's yeah, high. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what percentage did you get for your final in physical sciences? 97. It's because what? chemistry did not behave. <laughs> it's always chemistry. It's always, it's always those S's and bases, right? I still remember <laughs> them at my big age. I remember. Because how am I supposed to find the pH? <laughs> Wow, 97. That is Mm -hmm. really, really brilliant. Was that your highest? No, my highest was surprisingly accounting, which has nothing to do with medicine. (laughs) Wow. Mm -hmm. Please don't tell me it's 100%. It is. It is 100%. Guys, if you need accounting (laughs) study tips, this is your girl. (laughs) You better contact her. Like, how did you do it? Well, accounting is that kind of subject that needs you to put it into practice. Mm. And you can't just cram. You need to understand why we're doing a certain transaction like Mm. this, why we're doing that. You need to actually understand it and picture it in your head. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, that's actually so, so amazing. Your average, I think you didn't tell us your average in metric final what was it a 92 <laughs> there's no at least that is brilliant 92 yeah. percent average i mean that is so great well done well well done i'd say god help me yeah and it's key proverbs 16 verse 3 says that commit all your works to god and he will prosper them mm-hmm. so i remember praying before studying and asking the holy spirit to teach me yeah Praying after studying, asking him to retain it mm-hmm. for me. Praying before writing, asking him to help me remember everything I studied. Yeah. And then praying after writing, thanking him for helping oh, me remember. Wow, that is mm-hmm. so, so inspirational, hey? So I would like you to give um, people who are in high school advice, especially those who would like to study medicine or get the great marks that you got as well. So like, what piece of advice would you literally give them be dedicated like she said let your dream be what pushes you to Mm -hmm. study to push yeah make sure you have your goals and your dreams in your mind so that it pushes you to just go through all those difficult times and good note-taking and past papers Mm -hmm. as well NBTs are important (laughs) yeah NBTs prepare for your NBTs and just watch Dr. Andy's videos. I did Period. that. Period. Period. <laughs> she said everything there. Mm-hmm. She's the reason I'm here. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Thank you, girl. Thank you so, so much. So we've come to the end of our first episode. Please like and comment if you have any questions for me or for Wukona. And please don't forget to subscribe and share this video to everyone who would like 
to hear the conversation. If you would like to join me and have a conversation with me, you can send me an email on becomingdrandy at gmail.com as long as you are a health sciences student or you are a health sciences professional. It doesn't matter whether it is medicine or any other profession. I'll see you guys on my next episode. Bye.